These are going to be quarterback stats. If you want to try to jot these down along the way. Um, And I want you to tell me if based off these stats that I'm giving you, this quarterback should be in the MVP race halfway through the season. Okay. And you're not giving me a name. You're just giving me a name. I'm not giving you a name. I'm giving you stats. So his offense is sixth in scoring this year. They have the number one turnover ratio in the NFL. He is seventh in passing yards. He is third in yards per attempt. He is third in yards per game. He is seventh in passing touchdown. His offense is second in third down conversion rate, and they are the fourth rated offense in the league. This quarterback should be in the MVP of the league race. Good bet, bad bet. Man, that was uh, I, know, I did. I wrote. I wrote all of that. I did write all of that down. That sounds really good, but I'm gonna say bad bet. Can't do it. Are you saying bad bet because you feel like I'm setting you up for a bad bet, or just based off what I've read off there? It doesn't. It's not grabbing you. Enough. Mostly the first one, but I I would venture to guess that the real MVP ranks higher on the list in some of these areas. Okay. Let me add to this. Same stats. The team is four and four. Does that affect your decision now? No, I still think it's a bad bet. Can't do it. Do you have any guess of who this quarterback is? Um, Would it be Justin Herbert? It's not Justin Herbert. Is it it Josh Allen? It's not Josh Allen. It is rookie second overall pick. CJ Shroud and the Houston Texans. And what got me on this topic is... I didn't. I didn't have this cut up, but Dan Orlovsky this morning made this long, big uh, debate about why C.J. Shroud should be in the MVP consideration halfway through the season. Looking at those numbers, those are better than what you would think coming from a rookie quarterback and on a team that did have the second overall pick last year. So it's not a good team around him. First year, defensive-minded head coach for an offense to be performing this well. What Shroud's been doing is impressive. He is going to be the runaway offensive rookie of the year. I still don't think he belongs in the uh, MVP race. Well, hey, I mean, if he if he keeps doing some version of what he did last week, which is helping to buoy some of these numbers, helps make the argument because he was historically good. If he does that a few more times, I don't have a problem with him being involved in the discussion, but there's still better options at the top of the heap. There is, looking at the odds and the shortest odds to win MVP, this is according to ESPN Bet, you have... Patrick Mahomes leading the way at plus 325. Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson at 375. Tua Tagovailoa at 750. And Joe Burrow at plus 850. He does play in Cincinnati versus the Bengals this week in Joe Burrow. And I think that's where he gets exposed. You have to remember, with a C.J. Stroud, 39, 400 passing yards, or 39 points, 400 passing yards performance, there is a... 13 to 15 loss to the Panthers the week before. That hurts. So Definitely hurts. I, I think it's you get the best of CJ Stroud, you get the worst of him. Overall, though, I don't think he belongs in the MVP. He won't be an MVP candidate, not even close. Good bet, bad bet. UCF storming the field is all smoke. It will never happen, and it shouldn't happen. Good bet or bad bet? I'm going to say bad bet to most Can't of what you just said. I believe that UCF fans are crazy enough to get excited about the idea of running on the field. This is something that fans, I think a lot of fans that attend games, 
especially that are younger, they seek out a moment like this, and it doesn't need to meet all of these all of these certain criteria that that we in sports talk radio would come up with. Of you've got to check this box, that box. If there are enough fans there that get excited about the way UCF won this game, and I can't imagine there are many different ways where they could win where UCF fans wouldn't be psyched about it. The only issue would be the logistical issue. Will they have trouble actually getting onto the field? But if I just put that to the side, I think when if there's a will, there's a way, and UCF fans will, will try and at least give it a go. But I, from what I understand, people reaching out on the text line, when they won in the conference championship game a couple of years ago at the bounce house, there was security standing That's, there that were telling people that they couldn't run down. So that... If that's the case, then the answer would be no. But I think UCF fans will give it the good old college try. That's what I'm saying. UCF, the school itself, is not going to allow it. That That's why I've been shooting it down so hard. They're going to do everything they can because Baylor just two years ago, I think it was a $25,000 fine, which is pretty much a slap on the wrist to a Big 12 university. But similar kind of situation, Baylor beat a ranked Oklahoma at home, and Baylor rushed the, their students stormed the field, and they received a fine for it. UCF won't allow it. There's also not... This is something that I think needs to be started by students. Now, you do have some man-childs out there who... I'm not doubting you if you storm the field, but it probably should be a student's thing that starts a storming of the field. Definitely. And I really don't think there's going to be enough students there it's kind of like a serving the field and especially if they don't want you to do it is a they can't get us all right they exactly. can if there's 75 of you there at the end of the game yeah I was just thinking about what you said where it's got to be a student thing like i can't picture a, a dad is there with his, his six-year-old kid and is like hey hold my kid i'm going to run <laughs> on the field listen i i mean there are some super fans on twitter and you guys know it you guys know if i'm talking about you um and I support you guys 100% that they will be storming the field. But it should be a student's thing that is starting it and initiating it. Yeah, the and, other thing is, the students have to be there in order for that to happen. And UCF has to win this game in order for all this to happen. This so. is very true. Good stuff. Let's zone out. Our daily zone out topic of the day brought to you by J. David Tax Law. Peace of mind, only a click or phone call away. Usually I like to end the show on a high note, but we have some audio from Lane Kiffin that is, well, less than polite.